Oh, hey, Alice. Fancy seeing you here at the place I always see you. So it's not really that special, I guess, but uh, still good to see you. Um, thanks for joining us once again. You came at a good time. I have Kevin Berry from Borderline Natives joining us. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, man. Stoked. You've got a big show coming up, first of the year. <clears throat> uh, yeah, man. Uh, we're playing, uh, we're headlining at the end, January 4th, uh, with um, support from Emmy, Sundown Radio, and uh, Johnny was here. So uh, we're super stoked about it, too. We kind of curated this whole, we've been, like, building this set and, like, building, like, even everything down to, like, guitar transitions, all that kind of stuff, so we're, like, super, super excited that we are get to headline for the first time, so, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, dude. Um, where'd you say that was? I'm sorry. The end. The end. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I love that place. Great venue. Easy sell, too. Yeah. Like, people, yeah. people just fucking show up there, so that's... Yeah, 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 you never, you never know with the end, like, uh, I've, like, I'm sure you guys will have a, a great draw, but like I've been there, like not expecting anyone to be there. I'm like, holy shit, this place is packed. And then like, yeah. like um, this like fuck off shows where like uh, there's no one there, but it's it's like a beautiful place. Shout out to Bruce. Y'all, dude, Bruce is the man. Dude. Yeah, is dude the guy? I I love how you can see Bruce out in Nashville, like randomly. Mm-hmm. Just like on the street, you're like, oh shit, it's Bruce. And he's always just like doing some like just like NPC activity, you know? He's always just like he's always like like one time I, I was just driving in midtown, I just saw him reading the sign. And I was like, okay. You know? That's that's hilarious. I've I've never seen a Bruce out in the wild. Dude, it's, I've it's seen I see him thing. driving. I see him walking down the street. I I've seen him at least oh my, I don't know, four. Well, like I've I've lived here for about seven years. I've seen them in the wild about five times. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yo, yo, you spotted a wild Bruce. Yeah, dude. You ever like try and like throw a pokeball at him? Just like kidnap him? You ever you ever kidnap Bruce? No, I've never kidnapped Bruce. But it's interesting because Bruce is a man of very few words. So it's yeah. like you know it'll be like because we played we played the end a few times, and every time I'm like, how was that? And he's like all right or it's always like one word though it's always like good or or just a grunt yeah so but he couldn't i mean he's a nice dude though you know he's like the coolest like he's what y'all you strive to to grow into you know what i mean as a person just he doesn't give a fuck dude mostly my interactions with bruce are like um pbr what yeah (laughs) here you go what'd you say yeah Yeah. so you said you've been here about five years yeah, uh, we're going on seven. So, oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, uh, it'll be seven on New Year's Day. Oh, right on. Yeah, so I moved here, like, New Year's Eve. Where? Um, yeah, where, where are you coming from? Uh, Michigan. Okay. What, uh, where at? Right here, dude. Oh, right, right there. <laughs> so, like, uh, it's a small town called Heartland, Michigan. Uh, it's kind of near Ann Arbor. Okay. So, yeah. I, I'm mostly familiar with Grand Rapids. I spent some time there. Yeah, it's about two hours okay. uh, north. Gotcha, gotcha. Saw a lot of shows there, though. What um, um, what brought you to Nashville? Music? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, straight up. I uh, just moved down and built. I uh, just really wanted to do it as a profession. And I've been chipping away at it for, for as long as I've been here. So, you know, I've, I've built... Uh, my band just for, from the ground up, just moving down and just 
meeting friends with friends and uh, just trying to make it make it happen, you know, just trying to get basically the, the goal uh, from the start was just to get like get the music out to as many people as possible. And that's just kind of why I guess it's worked, you know, like that's kind of been the same goal the whole time. So versus like looking for fame or whatever, I just like more people to hear it. And that's like, people want to kind of get behind that, you know, and have something that uh, people can't get behind just to have like, cause our, our thing has always been like unity and wanting like people that felt lost to become unified once they're they're at a show or they listen to our music and they meet other people that listen to it because like you know in the last like year um it's crazy because we've had started to have fans which i never thought we would have that i i don't think anyone really like can comprehend that like because you're just kind of as a musician you're kind of like uh predisposed to just accept the fact that nobody cares you know you're told that and you're everybody like almost every musician is probably told at some point like nobody nobody cares and then when people start caring you're like no way you're like you're serious you do yeah yeah and then you start seeing it's really interesting when you see people coming to everything that you do and you're like oh my god like this is you know like yeah we saw that your your guys are playing so we showed up and you know because we do um we have the original band like that's the primary thing but we also do like broadway gigs yeah which Sometimes we do it as that, or we'll do it, but it'll be a little bit of a different lineup. And that's, you know, a totally different ballpark. That's like three, four hour slots playing covers. Yeah. Maybe we'll throw an original in, but it helps grow it. You know, oh, sure. that's all we talk about is what we actually, you know, and, and all of that is interesting because it's all people from out of town. Mm-hmm. That's a whole world. And you really have to like have chops to play down there. Like, I mean, well, maybe not every, yeah. maybe not every bar, but like, um, for the most part, yeah. Yeah. Like there, there are a lot of talented motherfuckers down on Broadway. Yeah. 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 That, like, um, I, what you said about unity, I, I think that's great, man. Like, that's a big part of what I'm trying to do too, is, um, like Nashville is really clicky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, I've seen it become less so over the last few years, Yeah. but, um, like, like, I, interviewing all these artists I'm noticing like they don't know each other like like sometimes they do yeah but then like I'll go to a show and it's like they didn't stick around for the next band that played I'm like what the fuck is that about right and it's like there's there's this uh, superficial put on competitive attitude with some people Mm -hmm. and it's like it really like it's not actually competitive unless you look at it that way and then it is yeah, well, I think it's either competitive, if you look at, like you're saying, or it's collaborative, right? Yeah. Like, I think if you have that mindset that you can um, kind of befriend everybody and that then grows your circle a little bit, uh, that is more beneficial, I think, because then you kind of can figure out, oh, hey, this kind of helped me out. Mm-hmm. Um, and people will keep you in the, the lexicon or whatever, for sure, you know? Um, there's a balance to that though, man, because like, I think there's a big, like, I don't even call it a misconception, but like, you have to go to everything, you know, and like that, that has a ceiling on it too. You know, like, I I think when you first, when you first 
show up, like that's definitely part of it. And then you can kind of like reel it back in and go to what you want to go to. Cause then like the people that you want to associate with will probably go to the same things. Yeah. I feel like uh, for me, whenever the main's in town, like everybody I know goes to those shows. Like, and we don't even tell each other we're going to go there. We're all like, Oh, cause they were just here last week. And like me and my drummer, Brandon uh, went and I mean, dude, all our friends were there and I was like, this is awesome. You know, I never even like yeah. had to like, you didn't have to like organize that, you know? So that's the kind of thing that makes it really fun that um, you're, you're, you know, collaborating with other people and stuff because then you um, have moments like that and you kind of figure out who's like here to play and who's, you know, like you said, like that kind of like um, fake for a yeah. better, lack of a better term, you know? And yeah. that is something you run into. But what happens is I think, the more you do it, the easier it is to spot. So you don't have to deal with it. Yeah. You're like, oh, I get this guy's vibe. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Like then you kind of don't have to deal with well, it. And it's not a it's a small town. So like oh, yeah. you're no one's doing themselves any favors by being a dick. Like no. like it, like not at it's, all. you're just not gonna last. It doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, like yeah. it does because it, it gets around quick, I think. Yeah, that you're like that dude kind of, you know, I don't know about that dude, you know, yeah. whoever it is. I love that about the scene here is um we're pretty good about like policing assholes like just oh yeah 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 no definitely i i just think that it's it's like it, this guy didn't pay out to the touring band like he just kept like pocketed the money it's like no fuck this guy don't ever play a show with that guy yeah no exactly dude i think like that's the thing too is like booking in itself is such a um it's a whole nother ballpark too because like for us there's like shows we get asked to play and there's shows that we put together and it's a, i think it's a completely different mindset because like if you're asked to play a show i feel like it's a little less um the heat's a little lower on that because you're you're kind of asked to do it and usually when you get asked to do something someone else set it up in a way that they want people to go so you know but when you set it up it really like, okay, you have to like, you know, you learn real quick to make sure that the bands are really good. Uh, they have a really good draw, you know, like, and that, that's see, that's the thing too, is with it being so collaborative, it's hard to, to kind of, when you're, when you're like become really good friends with everybody to make that call of like, dude, like you're the, you're a cool person, but like, you know, can you bring X amount of people? And if they, if they can't, you're like, well, when you can, like, let's do something, you know, but yeah. you don't want to be like, cause there's, dude, there's been so many people over the years where you've, you go in, yeah, let's play the show. And the, they don't post till the day of, mm -hmm. and they're like, nobody came, bro. And I'm like, you didn't tell anybody you're playing. Yeah. And that's, it's shocking how much, how much people don't tell people that they're like doing stuff. I'm like, you have to tell people. You have to no. everything is everybody's so like locked into their own life. You have to remind them like every day that if you want them people to go, you got to tell them every day. Like, here's yeah. a ticket link, by the way, like, yeah. you know, even if it's and don't even like, don't be ashamed of doing that because everyone's doing that. Yeah, yeah, dude, anybody like literally anybody. I mean, mm -hmm. if if even though the biggest artists, like if you're not seeing ads for it, it's because you're not in their, their demo, but that whatever their demo is, is seeing it every 30 seconds absolutely you know 
Yeah. So you can post once a day or, you know, four times a week on whatever event. I definitely don't envy it. Like, I'm not a musician. I just, like, I do this and I write poetry and I'm working on a fantasy novel right now. But cool. I don't do music. Um, and I just never had the discipline for it. Like, my mom's a, a great piano player. She tried to teach me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had video games instead, you know. I was like, I just yes. never formed discipline with that. Um, and I have a lot of respect for people that did. Um, but I'm, I'm figuring out for the first time, like what you're saying, because I'm, I'm putting together a festival next year um, and I'm figuring out real quick. It's like, ah, oh, I have to like, like the bands I wanted to play, I'm going to have to cut this like a down, down half or like a quarter of what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's like picking that is, it's hard. And then you have to think about, it's not like just your favorite bands. It's who has a draw. And like, not only that, but like a big part of what I'm trying to do with that is like, people with different draws like from different parts of town you know yeah and it's like so I have to be really selective and strategic with that I'm what I'm saying is I don't envy bands trying to put put shows together because it's fucking hard well also this now it's kind of a newer thing I think I don't think this is, has been a, a an issue for a very long time but like there has been people with like you know when it comes to figuring out who has the draw you have to go you kind of have to go out to something before you book them to make sure that it's like legitimate. Because like, I think a lot of stuff, like the internet's smoking mirrors, like dude, anything can look like there's a million people at it. You know what I mean? But like yeah. reality is there, you know, and that only really matters if you're the person booking. Cause it only hurts you if they're like, Oh, well they had a lot more numbers but where you know what where are those people you know yeah like dude there's been i mean i don't know i can't i don't don't keep track of all the shows we've played over the years but i mean i think it's over a couple hundred maybe and i mean like that's happened more than 10 times Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where people are like dude this dude's like this and this and this and you go and you're like where i mean i know i brought all these people and you know and it's a lot of, like, I don't know why, man. It's just because it's like their reach is so much bigger. Mm-hmm. A it's lot also, of the like, uh, I think this is the hardest town to cut your teeth in. Not the easiest. Well, there's just so much going on. There's so there. much going yeah. on. So many, like, I got friends from out of town that are, like, like real tight. Like, But then, you know, there's some kid from perry county tennessee that all he's ever done since he was five is fucking pick the guitar yeah and it's like you you're, like that kid can play circles around you yeah like it's uh, yeah i mean not you but you get what i'm saying Hy- yeah. hyperbolically yeah um yeah uh it so it, it is it's tough man it's a tough town to to make it um it was a huge learning curve too like when i moved here like i i had played in bands for years but i was only 21 when i moved here but like i like, I just turned 21, too, so, I mean, I, my playing was, like, you know, I could play, and then I just, through the years, just had to, like, learn more, like, I mean, I think with writing original music, it's different, it's completely different from, like, doing, like, cover gigs and stuff, but, like, if you want to make some money, doing fill-in works where it's at, and, like, especially mm-hmm. doing, I don't even really, I don't, I'm not a fan of country music, but... I'll play it if someone's paying me to play yeah. it, you know, and like I had to learn a lot of stuff for that. And like, 
But the one thing that you can't really learn just by brute force is like having like on stage charisma mm-hmm. and like that is a huge thing I've always had in my in my corner, um, which has gotten me. I think like that's the one thing that has kind of like if skill wasn't wasn't exactly there like the charisma got me a gig yeah more and then because dude and even even in my case like when we do those long sets for covers and stuff and we'll like have subs because not everybody can do it every week and like dude the subs that are better hangs and maybe not the most incredible player you've ever seen in your life but the hangs good you bring that guy back yeah it's equally or more important than skill yeah like yeah for sure you have to have like a good attitude uh, and and like presence like you're saying yeah because like we've been working a lot of like the tin roof circuit and that that's a bubble in itself because every tin roof is like hype you know so it doesn't really like it's always going to go off yeah and you got to travel for that a lot of the time so you want to make sure you're with like a good you're a good group because i've done that with like the best touring party and kind of like not at a not a super great one or whatever and like a really bad one you know so it's just it's crazy man because like like i said like it all comes out of the hang yeah you know because you want to like do you want to you want to be you're in a at a rest stop in like uh wherever kansas at two o'clock in the morning like you're not going to give a shit if the guy can play guitar well. Like, is this guy chill enough? I can have a conversation with him at this very stressful nine-hour drive, you know, like, because you had to, you know, whatever. Because, like, a lot of the time they try to set it up in a decent way, but sometimes you just end up doing, like, turn and burns and stuff. Like, we did one um, for in Arkansas, Fayetteville, which is a super sleeper Hmm. town. Because you wouldn't think like what happens in Arkansas, but that town is great. Like that, that because that's the college right there goes off, dude. Fuck yeah! And that was especially if there's nothing else to do. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And that that is, uh, in particular, that tin roof is like there's like the college, and then there's the tin roof, and then there's like a bunch of other things. It's like a strip in itself, and it, it it's just popping and. Like, that was awesome, but that was a long drive, too. So, you want to make sure the person you're driving with is, you know, chill. For sure. You know? So, yeah. But, yeah. You don't want to be stuck with someone you don't like no, for yeah. hours at a time. Yeah. You're like, I got to do this for another 10 hours. Like, as soon as you, because, you know, they'll have you do like, you know, two nights or whatever. So, you're out there for, you're in it, you yeah. know, and you're just like, and it's funny, man, because everybody, once you get your first tour done, you, everybody gets used to this way of like you're basically you get so good at uh running on like not a lot of sleep but you you like basically you were really pissed at the top of it and then you just slowly just stop caring and you're like all right like and you're all you just even out yeah and you're just kind of like okay I'm a, and then you when you get home you sleep for like 24 hours and you're like all right cool let's do it again dude yeah. but that middle section man is rough so but, yeah. you're, you're, you're headline in the end, you got here seven years ago, you put together a band, you're doing the tin roof circuit. So I guess at this point you could say you're a borderline native at this point. Yeah, no, definitely. Man. I mean, <laughs> like, like it, Hey dude, that's why we named it that, you know, it, it does. It's a, it can be a great pun. 
I was like, where am I gonna fit that in? <laughs> I'll find it, you know. So you said um, back home, you um, you saw shows too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's the scene like there? Um, when I left it, it was a it wasn't as I think it's become a lot uh, a lot better than when I left. When yeah, because when I left, it was a lot of just. It was a lot of like straight up like thrash and stuff. Okay. It, it was like thrash and DJs was was like the primary stuff and um or like doing covers here and there, I guess, you know, but it really wasn't like it wasn't career worth. I think now I think you can do it because I have some buddies still out there that um are doing a pretty decent job at it. But okay. like, you know, but that's the thing, like that's a great example of something that <coughs> has a lot of um has a lot of like if you go up there on a tour, more people will go to that than it because the Midwest that whole thing mm-hmm. there's no it's not it's not super touristy. Yeah, I know bands that don't play like that live here that don't play here because it's like the worst draw. Like, yeah, any, anywhere else they go is a better draw. Or if you go like if you go in any tourist town, it's tough. But if you mm-hmm. you know if you go to like those Midwest places, like they'll come out. Just because like, there's nothing else to do. Yeah, it's like, please God, something. Oh, well, this band looks cool, you know? Yeah. They sound decent, and if that's all it takes, like... And that's the cool thing, is when you come out of Nashville to another place, they're like, oh my, what are you doing? Why are you here, bro? Like, you, And then here, if you, you can be the most talented guitar singer or whatever, they're like, of course you are. You're, you're here, nobody cares. Yeah. You know, we all are, and you're like, all right, you know? like you're saying it's a vibe you're just you're bringing the party like you're facilitating a party for people to have yeah 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 for sure yeah what kind of uh, music did you grow up with in the house like what your parents listen to dude it was all like you know um like rock like it was a it was a pretty big rock home and I, honestly like if anything dude the beatles were were it you know my dad's whole family like obsessed over the Beatles and I think I was into the Beatles when I was younger and then I like pushed away from it a lot because it was just all the time and then I came back to it in like full force and now like I think like they're still like my top band over anything like I fucking love the Beatles I mean I mean just Paul McCartney in general like I love Wings like Wings is some of his best work for sure like the the 1976 live record Wings Over America is arguably the best live record ever made like and i just think from a point of songwriting like he is it like he's the mecca for that because of what they were and just as a band too like the beatles were able to accomplish in such little time and also you can find anything from the beatles in any band now like ever oh, yeah. since and after you yeah. can find anything if anyone did not if people won't admit that sometimes but like they they wrote the book well, they might not even be aware of it. No. They might even know that they're heavily influenced by the Beatles. Yeah, they are. Because like, you can anything you can find in their in their discography. Like, yeah, it's in there. Oh yeah, they 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 did everything. Yeah, yeah. everything they could possibly do. I feel, um, yeah. I feel that way about. Um, oh, why am I blanking on his name now? Um, the father of jazz, uh, Steve Jazzton. <laughs> Ah, fuck, this is embarrassing. Um, I 
Well, anyway, I'll, I'll remember when it's not relevant anymore. Right, sure, yeah. Um, but not right now. Yeah, but um, there's certain artists that just um, everyone has taken influence from them, like like the Beatles. Yeah. Where, um, the, yeah, whether people are aware of it or not, so you're heavily influenced by the Beatles. Yeah, dude. Is that, that, was that both your parents interested in the Beatles? Yeah, my mom was really into, like, Tom Petty and... Um, I mean, my dad was a DJ for a long time, so there's a lot of different uh, music all the time. But, like, it's just – or, like, you know, from that to, like, um, let's see, you know, Rolling Stones, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, Prince, Big Prince influence for sure. Or, uh, yeah, like, even um, – Beach Boys, um, or yeah, but it was it was primarily like there's just so much Beatles and like or like Aerosmith. Like my dad, yeah. my dad always talks about when he would play um, when he was playing learning how to play drums. He'd play Toys in the Attic front to back all the time, like to the point where he had to like buy new copies of it because he'd wear it out. You know, so that's a lot. Yeah, bro. So that that was a major influence and a lot of like. Um, you know, I guess in some ways, like Van Halen's always like a really, a really big influence, like um, just for like tone and stuff, because like a tone chaser thing is like we're all chasing the perfect tone. And, I mean, then like obviously you kind of get into more like what we are, like an emo pop punk band. So like Blank, Green Day, and yeah, Taking Back Sunday, and Brand New. And uh, when you started picking music on your own, was that kind of where you gravitated to? Yeah, I think Green Day was really early, and then Blank for sure um i mean i just would learn i've you know i just again play those records front to back all the time and that's where i mean i think i definitely want to play guitar from green day records and, and blink 182 stuff and you know my my dad's side they were always playing music together so and my dad was always in and out of band so you know he'd play in the garage and i'd come and listen and yeah go from there and then he was always like gotta pick one instrument and i was like i want to play them all though so then i i learned guitar first or singing first and foremost obviously and then guitar and then drums and then bass and then like keys so yeah it was a lot of that because i just wanted to be able to like, kind of like do whatever i wanted to do sure you know so yeah that's you, you kind of instead of doing what he said you just you're kind of dipped your toes and everything yeah i faked trumpet for like two years too dude you know if i were to learn an instrument it would be brass it would be yeah either a trombone or a trumpet probably i yeah, I, I was i just faked it i had one and i fake played it and my mom just found that out when we were at the like the band concerts in school she was pretty mad about that but yeah then i was like then i started to like you know i knew i wanted to play you know you just have to like take the step to like do it and guitar was just the thing man like that was just you know and i mean it's something you can always just like, <coughs> you, you can always um learn more of it you know what i mean and it's just something where you i, I think like there's certain ways like getting really technical with it that's a that's a way to go but at the end of the day i think like once you figure out like what works for what scenario i think that's like the the key you know yeah did you grow up with religion in the house 
Um, yeah, I was raised Catholic. Okay. Yeah. So was that like both sides of the family or is that most of your, your was, mom or your it dad? It was my dad mostly, but then we, we like kind of fell out of the routine of it after a while. And now I don't really have a big, um, relationship with God or anything, but I, I mean, I'm not like, I'm kind of like, I'm open to it though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I feel like before I get, when I die and I find out that there is a God or there isn't one, either way, I'm going to be like, all right, cool. You, you know just, I mean? you, you got ahead of me. The next thing I was going to ask you is what do you think happens after we die at this point in your life? I don't know. Dude. Nobody, I mean, well, I, nobody knows. Right. Yeah. Nobody in the That's world true. knows, but does anything seem more likely to you than anything else? I mean, dude, I think they're, they're, I, I'm, I'm on the fence because like, I, again, I, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be disappointed either way, but I sure think, and again, like I would literally be like, if, if I die, go to, go to whatever the representation of like heaven or hell is or whatever, like, I'd be like, all right, you know, but if there was nothing, I'd be like, yeah nothing you know what i mean so nothing or good as long as it's not bad right like yeah you know. yeah i mean i hope yeah yeah <laughs> man yeah at this point i kind of feel like maybe it's everything like like ev like everything is out there so like there's no definitive yeah, maybe there's not one answer yeah maybe maybe there's like a million answers like as as individual as people are you know yeah i mean i don't know because a lot of it dude like all these different, you know, religions and stuff like it's all, you know, you choose whatever you want to, to believe, you know, so your idea of the end is like crafted from that. So, you know, yeah. depending on who you are, right. So who knows? Yeah. Um, Nobody. Yeah. Some people think they've got it figured out and they will be um, surprised to find out. Sure. That yeah. It's not exactly what they thought. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, you know, like I ask that everyone that, and the best answer I've heard is it doesn't matter, which is true. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sure. matter yeah. at all. It's like, why, you know, it's ironic for me to say this after like asking everyone this, but like, um, why, why even think about it? Cause it, it's, it's not pertinent to this at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, don't, I just think it's something that's like, not really like when it's brought up. Sure. But like, I've, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you the last time I thought about that, you know? Well, that's a really uncomfortable thing to um, not knowing is really hard for some people, which is, I think, is where, like, religion comes in. Yeah. Instead of, like, grappling with the raw nature of the universe, this weird thing that we're all inhabiting, it's, like, to, like, kind of, I'm, I'm this, I identify with this idea is this really comforting? It's like, I can just put that away now. I can do other shit. I can mm -hmm. turn my attention to other things. Um, Cause like reality is a lot of time, like there's so much great stuff, especially about like where we're at, like our community and all this music, but like life is hard too. Mm -hmm. There's, and um, it's, so I, I grew up really religiously and um I was also homeschooled so oh. I was I was a Jehovah's Witness and I was homeschooled so I was super cool sure yeah I was really awesome top of the tier list yeah baby <laughs> um 
and I moved out when I was 18 and like, I literally knew nobody like outside of my church. Right. And I started going to like, I went to East room was the first show I went to. And, um, that quickly became that community and that spiritual, like that church, that spiritual. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a great room too, man. And people just, again, that's kind of like the end, dude. Like people show the fuck up to the East room just because it's, Nice church, man. Yeah, it's it's church except way cooler. Yeah, bro. And um, I, I say all that to say it's really important what you do, um, especially going out to places where they don't have that. Um, you, you never know. Like I can say without a doubt, live music saved my life. So um, thank you. Oh, for yeah. Doing what you do. I mean, I, I feel the same way. I mean, I feel like without the bands I listen to or the music I write or me having because my purpose as I've seen it is, is to make music like, and do it as, and make art. And that's it. What like, else is there to do? Right. Nothing. There's nothing else in Dude. life to do. Yeah. bro. Besides like pay life. the bills I have to pay. Yeah. And that's, I don't even want to do that. You know what I mean? That's just something I have to do, yeah. you know? And I, again, I'm the same way, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know if I would really, I don't know if I'd be here without it, you yeah. know? Cause it, it, there's been like, I don't really see any other purpose so yeah man i mean I've never, I've never been at a super that low of a point i don't think but like i think i'm you know I'm, i may have had moments of like hmm. you know like those kind of questions those, you start asking yourself like you know basically what the fuck am i doing yeah you know yeah um people are at like an all-time low for purpose right now mm-hmm. in our society because it's um <laughs> like without these things that like, like we're talking about, it feels like it's just a grind and it's like, why am I doing this? Why am I going through these repetitions Mm -hmm. without something to look forward to? Yeah. Um, And even though we like, we have the internet and we're so connected, we're all so alone and separate from each other a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, So like this community, like it's all we've got for a lot of people, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so i don't know i'm very grateful for any anyone that takes time out of their day to play for a crowd and to make music and i I know um like you're a real artist so i know this is not um this is something true for me i'm sure it's true for you too um i i couldn't stop writing if i wanted to like i'm sure like it's not always fun making art like like i'm sure when you're writing a song it's like if it's a good song uh it might be really hard to make am i sure yeah painful Uh um but you have to do that right like like we were just talking about what else are you gonna do yeah like that that has to go somewhere Mm -hmm. i think of it like it's almost like crying like crying is like a release of energy yeah um it's the same thing like you're you're uh like exercising that demon into something else instead of keeping it here right Where, on that note, like, where do you think, let me say that a different way. What is your, um, what's your writing process like? Where does it start? Well, um, basically it's, it's a lot of different ways. Um, I also thought you were going to be like, so where do you cry? Dude? <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's, uh, that's later on. <laughs> so where do you cry most, most like you, you have a cry corner? Well, <laughs> the, well, I was trying to think about how to ask that. Cause, um, I was going to ask like, where does it come from? Like, it, does it start here? Or like for me, man, like I do my best writing when I'm not 
I can't like sit down. Okay, now I'm gonna write something. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm driving or like I'm doing something else, and I'm like something is like spark of inspiration. Yeah, well that yeah for sure. That's that's a huge thing. Like it's always like when a lot of the some of the time, weirdly enough, I don't think I think this is pretty common too. Like if you're listening to music and you're like, oh dude, you know be really good though. Like then you you kind of listen to other music and then i'm like oh i have an idea now for this song now like this is what i want to like and then i'll like you know voice memo it and i do a lot of driving so yeah (coughs) the same thing like yeah um or or like i dream songs too that's interesting Mm -hmm. um so that that's uh it's not like super frequent but sometimes i'll wake up and i'll be like i gotta like voice memo that and then put it down and then like or it's all like late at night too is always like oh you start writing this and like there are like dude honestly like when shit happens to me that sucks i will write a song like that like whether it's like about like personal relationships or just like dating all that kind of shit like i'll write you know i mean a lot of my songs are about girls and a lot of the time when we put stuff out i mean i get a lot of like that is this about me thing and i'm like you know Sometimes the person is spot on that they know that, or sometimes it's totally about somebody else. Or, and then sometimes I, I mean, I like to get real cynical with it, and I'll put a, a, a reference that only the person who is about should know. Mm-hmm. And if they can't figure that out, like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Cause it's like, okay, but sometimes they do figure it out. And I'll, and I, some, depending on how it ended, I'll, you know, be like, yeah, yeah oh, yeah, that's what that's about. Or I'll be like, no or you know not want to or i don't talk to the person anymore or something like that but like i know that some way they'll hear it you know and be like this is what my point of view on the situation was or you know i write about girls a lot too and um i like i like doing that in art because you always have plausible deniability yeah it's like you wrote this about me and even if you did no i didn't yeah no no i didn't you know well sometimes i mix people to yeah, get, get, yeah. Together. oh yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah so then that's like harder to figure out it's, or it's, it's like the muse yeah yeah symbolic yeah. Chimes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and it's all conglomerate into one person yeah yeah well yeah and you know it really depends because dude i think it's and that's like that's come i've done a lot of writing about about like like um romantic relationships but i think like more recently I've, I've written about like like friendships and stuff and that is i think harder mm. um especially when friendships fall apart yeah and writing about that is like that you know that is equal to a heartbreak you know like sure. that because that, that's like a friendship trust is something else you know especially when it's been like a, a, a longer one or something like that where like you could date you could date someone or be together with someone for like years, like two years, two, three years or something like that and break up and it's really hard. But then like if you break off like a, a really long friendship or something, you know, like that could be absolutely devastating, you know? Yeah. yeah I feel even if it was for the right reasons. I know you're not because it's turned towards me, but I feel like you're cheating off my list here because you keep getting ahead of me. Have you ever, um, has your heart ever been broken? Yeah, dude, only a million times. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I don't know if there's anything there anymore. I'm just kidding. But but yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, Like, it's like you said, romantic, friendship, 
even like even like a business dealing can be like, oh yeah bro absolutely can be, can be heartbreaking yeah and someone lets you down you know mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've had the fair gambit of that too yeah when you when you when talk talking about romantic um when you look back at the times you've had your heart broken um was it love in retrospect um not all of them for sure i think uh sometimes when we're younger we think things mean more than they actually do yeah for sure i think you also just have like an idea fall of an idea of a person sure. as well that's a yeah. big thing but a lot of the time um it most most likely ends up being that that sort of situation but i mean as you get older dude like i don't know if it if you just get numb to it or what but i think like as you get older you're kind of like getting more like it's less about games and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i feel like you you really are striving for like that just like your person yeah and the when you keep getting like when you keep missing that it's like damn like you know that that gets tough i think that that gets mm-hmm. one of the hardest things is just like not finding your individual that that you can call like your other half you know and versus like when you're younger it's kind of like you know whatever but i don't know at the same time like when you get older i think you date a lot more than you yeah. would think you would think it'd be the other way around but like people are more open when you get when you get older so you you just have more opportunities yeah like in a way so yeah uh, I know what you mean. But um, maybe you don't like you can you can kind of not even like date around, but like I don't think there's any like definitive like uh roles when you when you get a little bit older, so you kind of like have more romantic kind of mixed friendships as well. Yeah. Like versus lines like, aren't as hard, lines right. sand. Yeah, yeah, because like I mean you know unless it's like you know after like a certain amount of time you're like okay we're obviously dating you know what i mean yeah that kind of thing but not really generally like a, a conversation it just kind of happens yeah sometimes yeah where it used to be like you had to be like this is I what feel like that's the way to do it honestly yeah like, like instead of like um hey what are we that should not be a conversation no. i think it totally depends on the person though at the same time you know what maybe you're right maybe that's that's different for everyone yeah probably because yeah. it's like there's relationships I've had where I needed to do that, and there's ones where I haven't. So mm-hmm. yeah. Have you ever been betrayed? Yes. It it can make it hard to trust people after something after that happens. Yeah, man. Because in order to be betrayed, you have to have trust in the first place. You can't be betrayed by someone that you didn't trust, you know. Yeah, and then like trying to get that trust back is just like kind of like a depending on how bad the betrayal was, I guess, is like a very tough thing. Even if it wasn't that big of a betrayal, it's just kind of like, mm, like I, you kind of back off now because you're like, well, I've seen the worst case of, yeah. of trusting this person or whatever, you know? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. you, it's, it's like a, um, what's the word? It's, dis- it's disappointing because you've like appointed someone to this like pedestal. Yeah. And now they've disappointed you or that you they've they've been disappointed in your mind, like from, sure. where, from yeah. the pedestal you put them on. So that can that can be like a wake up call. And like, like speaking from experience, like maybe I don't know, like something can still grow out of that. Like it's like now we're looking at each other realistically. It's not 
it's not on a pedestal. It's not an idealized version of each other. It's, yeah. It's now I see you soberly and like, so it's not, it's not always the end of the road, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. Like there's always going to be upsets and like, it depends on the grievance, right. And like how severe and also the people involved, but yeah, it, it's not always an end all thing. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've, I've had people come back from the brink for sure. And then I've had people where like, you know, you're, you, you, do look at that in that light of like this is what it actually is and you're like there's really nothing here yeah you know and that's okay that happens too what man like you said like it doesn't have to be an upset sometimes like i've I've gone through that too like the longest relationship i've ever been in like nothing really ended it we just one day decided that wasn't like a thing anymore yeah like and that I don't know. That can be like really hard too, because it's like sure. there's nothing to blame. No one's at fault. Yeah, it's it's just over. Yeah, life's weird like that. Friendships too, man. Like people grow apart, and it's like nothing happened. It's like I still love that person. We just don't hang out anymore. Yeah, well, that that's a big thing too. Is and there's some of those where it's like you. Um, I mean, I have friendships where I don't I don't even talk to the person every couple months but like we get back together and it's like we never left you know yeah so there's that too so there's a couple you know everybody's different dude yeah. i mean i'm a person i'm i'm totally like able to be on my own all the time like i prefer i mean i like company you know but like i like who i am as a person i'm comfortable with myself yeah. at the end of the night you know like when i go to bed with me it's like i can sleep you know it's yeah. fine and I think there's a lot of people that can't do that. So they need to be surrounded by, you know, a lot of people and whatever uh, situation. So I do have that on my side, fortunately, which then keeps me in a better mindset sometimes, you know. But again, like, I don't, I, to, to a point, though, because I feel like I, I do enjoy it so much that it's, it's, it scares me. Being sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's scary, it, it, it scares me that I'm. I enjoy it that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why? Why do you think it scares you? Well, like, because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want that to end up like, I guess kind of a hermit situation hmm. in a way. But like, it's never gotten to that point or anything. But like, I'm just saying like, oh, I'm kind of good at, I'm I'm good at yeah. being alone. You're kind of like, well, you know, just fit, like keep an eye on that, you know, like don't let you know 40 years go by sure you know so that's that would be that maybe if i'm kind of like um kind of to summarize that it's like you don't want opportunity to slip you by because you got too comfortable yeah yeah i don't even think yeah exactly i i and i wouldn't even say like i think fomo is a thing but i don't even think that is like not even that it's not even that deep what's fomo you're missing out oh yeah yeah but i I, definitely had that as like a kid yeah like because i was homeschooled like and being a witness like Jehovah's witness we didn't celebrate holidays so like i celebrated christmas like for the first time last year and like definitely like felt like seeing kids like trick-or-treating like definitely felt left out like not being able to do sure yeah so i definitely suffered from that as a kid but i know what you mean that kind of subsides though with the age of thing too because you're like then what you see especially like social media age like what you see is just not real yeah. you know and like maybe it was cool but it's never as cool as you're trying to make 
for sure and see them in your head yeah because then you do go to things and sometimes they're they're awesome that was a great night and sometimes you're like that was fucking lame yeah (laughs) yeah yeah for sure but like it's like bringing it full circle like we were talking earlier about like things meaning more when you're a kid and like you you're kind of like as you get older you have a thicker skin yeah i think like this this can be applied to everything like kids have really are really picky about food right it's like because their taste buds are new like they 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 literally taste things more than we do yeah i think they literally experience physical and emotional pain especially like when you're going through puberty like sure you're experiencing things at a deeper level than, which kind of makes me sad sometimes. But to think about that, like, you, we, I will never experience things the way I did to the level I did when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and that's going to become more true the older we get. Like, our senses are going to wear out. Like, I already have shitty vision. Um, my hearing's blown from going to too many shows, right? Sure. And that's not going to get any better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's going to continue to get worse. Yeah. So, like, um, I think living in the moment is really important. Definitely, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, make the most of our time. Yeah, dude, do you, bro. Like, do yeah. whatever you go, you know. Because, dude, honestly, like, even if something is, like, this is so random, but, like, I used to think that you couldn't go to movies by yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking up until maybe maybe five years ago where I was like, well, I got to bring somebody doesn't matter who it is. Because I was like, man, I got to experience this with somebody else. And then I started going on my own. And I was like, how the fuck did I think that for so long? Because I was like, I missed so many movies because of that. And now you can just go and, like, chill. That is cool. And be like, you know. And, it, like, obviously still bringing people is awesome. Like, that's like, let's go see a movie. Cool. But, like, dude, there's just something, like, different about, like, if you go see, like, a late show by yourself and you're like, just chilling and like i feel like you always gotta like when you bring people you gotta worry about what everybody thinks of the other movie because especially if like you picked it or whatever you're like so you're not thinking about but, the movie yeah yeah you're like i hope they like this movie because i had the fucking brought everybody here but then like if you go on your own you're like dude and you just chill i don't like, really do a lot of that I, I probably should like i don't really go like the only times i get out are to like see a band and like, even if I'm not like actively like going with people, I'm I'm gonna know someone there probably. Yeah. And like hook up with someone, like like meet up with someone there, and mm-hmm. like like gravitate together, you know. Sure. Yeah. And that's um, or like 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 we play a lot of pool. Like we'll go to pool, go to bars and just play pool. But like I don't really like go out on my own. That sounds fun. Dude, honestly, walking around by yourself is like fucking sick dude. just walking around yeah dude like because i mean even like t- like today like i was trying to kill some time and i just like walked around like green hills mall fuck yeah and i was just like sick dude like it's just kind of like it's just kind of like your own um it's like looking into a bunch of different like shows mm-hmm. like all these people are having like they're they're going about their lives and you're just kind of like you know, and you're not, when you're kind of by yourself, you can kind of just kind of observe the world in a different way and kind of just see with like, and it's, it's just like, I don't know, I think it's good for mental health, dude, just mm-hmm. to kind of like, even if it's like go walk in a park or some shit, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like letting yourself like think freely about 
anything, you know, and you can do that anywhere, I guess, but like just something about like venturing out on your own. That's it's fun in nature, like a park. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's 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 interesting in like if you do it in a if you're by yourself in a crowd, it's a really interesting experience because you're kind of like just taking it all in for what it is, versus like if you're in a group of people, you are a crowd, right? So you're like, you know, you're the you know, it's different. It's all different. And like, I don't know, man. I just think going to movies is is so like relaxing to me like it's such a great like uh you know because for for like an hour and a half or whatever or three hours <coughs> yeah, if it's if it's a martin scorsese movie or something yeah um you just don't have to think about anything else you yeah. know you just gotta think about this plot of this movie and you're like you watch you know. anything good recently oh dude i saw godzilla minus one that shit was awesome Fuck yeah, I haven't it's, seen it, that. Dude, it was all, so it's in Japanese and it's, it's, oh, uh, it's, uh, sub, so it's English yeah. subs. And dude, I stopped reading the fucking subtitles. It was so good. I was like, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is awesome. And like, the, yeah, dude, exactly. But like the, the, the budget was so, for how low the budget was compared to like the American ones. Yeah. Which I also like those. Um, it looked fucking great, dude. Nice. It was like, and they use like the original theme when he came on screen and mm. stuff and that was really good and killers of the flower moon was great very long. oh i heard that was ridiculous. It, was, really it was three hours and 45 that's minutes. a scorsese right oh yeah bro yeah dude refu- that's the most scorsese scorsese we've ever scored yeah bro dude refuses to make a movie under three hours <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. um that was really good and uh dude there's like I'm a big A24 dude, so. Two nights ago, I watched Bo is Afraid for the first time. Oh, yeah, is that good? I haven't seen that one yet. Holy shit, dude. You like Ari Aster, like Hereditary, Midsommar? Yeah, yeah. Same guy who did Hereditary and Midsommar. It's his third major film. Um, Different? Different than Hereditary and Midsommar? Which those are, like, Hereditary is in probably my top five just movies. Sure. Um, That's, like, real. This I've got a story about it. It's, like, uh, that's a special movie for me, but um, I was afraid is fucking insane. It's like it's three hours. It's bigger budget than any movie he's ever done, mm-hmm. um, and it does this thing where like, like the other two are like very much horror movies. You know? Yeah, like um, this one causes so much anxiety, mm-hmm. but it's not. I wouldn't call it like a horror movie. It's just like this weird type of film where. You're, it just creates a lot of fucking anxiety. That's kind of like Men. Did you see Men? It was another A24 movie. Oh, no. I don't even know how to describe it. I'll have to... Um, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. Dude, that one, like... I've, I'll never watch it again. But it... The first viewing is... Oh, wait. Did this come out like a year or two ago, maybe? Yeah. yeah. The first viewing is like... Like, dude, it's like... And it makes you just feel like gross you know mm-hmm. like it's just like like and then that's what it's supposed to do you know and i was like this is effective but it's not like one you'd like let me go get the blu-ray of that you know what i mean yeah. you know what i mean like at all um and i think yeah i yeah then they just did napoleon right that was an a24 movie was it i think so i didn't know that that's cool yeah and i need to i need to see that still but you know uh yeah man they have just so many fire movies like X and 
Um, I haven't seen that one either. That's a really good one, and so is the uh, prequel Pearl. It's, it's a trilogy, right? Or is the it's Maxine's going to come out? I think okay. this year. So that's right on. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen either of those. I've heard, I've heard really good things though. Yeah, man. I mean, I like. Um, I do love A twenty four though. I uh, let me see really quick because I have this this nifty app for the movies. You seen Talk to Me? Yes. This see that's that's dude. That was so good. I love I love that. Um, if this loads, because they give you the list of all the movies you saw. Yeah, talk to me was really good. I'm trying to remember one that I was really really stoked on when I saw it. Um, the creator was good. Hmm. The Exorcist believer was very mid. Wait, is that also a twenty four? No. Oh, okay. No, we're, we're, say, well, I'm just going what I've seen recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I okay. Well, that's sad. I I, I thought that like the original actress is obviously like a masterpiece. Yeah, Believer was like it was all right, but it didn't like didn't like do. I got you. You know, it was like okay, you just saw it coming. You know, I got you. I haven't had a really good scare in a long time. You know what I mean? That's what I'm. Cha- I talked to me was pretty it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, like that was just a really good movie, and that did kind of like make me uncomfortable. Um, the kid, the part where the kid's slamming his head. That was it. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. And you know, it's just like I haven't had a really good, like, deep scare since like Hereditary. Like Mm -hmm. where I went home and I was like, I'm scared as fuck right now. Like, something's gonna like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, you know, and that we haven't had a movie like that was Hereditary for me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, that's that was the last time I was like, let me think about that for a couple nights. You know, the day. I saw Hereditary, like, I had a really weird paranormal experience the night before, mm-hmm. and then I was, like, um, like, I don't know why I decided to go see a horror movie, but, um, like, me and my girlfriend at the time, like, we'd used a Ouija board for the first time, um, and we were, like, we were tripping acid at the time, so everything's extra, just extra, and then for some reason, we decided to go see Hereditary the next day. And what always scared me about that movie is I'm like, this is realistic. This is how things happen. Yeah. Uh, have you ever, do you have any, so when I say ghost stories, what I really mean is like, have you ever had an experience you can't really like logic away? A lot of times they happen when you're a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think what I remember is we always thought that my grandparents were like around, like after they, after they, they passed, like then they were around my, my uh, childhood home a lot. Like we would sit, we had like, um, our dinner table was like in like, there was like living room dinner table and like a computer desk with a family computer was right next to that. And like. Sometimes you just feel like a push, you know, like a push or like a whisper kind of thing. I, that was, that was, uh, yeah, that happened a couple of times, but I ever, not, nothing since then. Yeah. I used to sleepwalk too. I haven't sleptwalked in years. Really? Yeah. What, um, what do you remember about that, about sleepwalking? Um, like, no, I don't really remember anything. You but just remember being told about it? Mm-hmm. my yeah. parents said like i would i would i used to sleepwalk i used to go up and like i'd open the i'd open the back door of my house 
and I would shut it and then go back to sleep. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like that, what, what age? Oh, maybe like like eight, eight yeah. or nine. Yeah. That's interesting. What do you think about? Um, so this is a two-part question. I guess let's start. Let's start from this side. Um, do you think extraterrestrial aliens have visited Earth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Think they've interacted with people? I believe in more of the fourth dimension, like the the in, in, in the same space type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like that seems more plausible than than anything. That that was my next question. Inter- yeah, interdimensional aliens. That so. that seems like that's the way. Yeah, you know, like versus like you know. Uh, anything else i mean like obviously like like coming from different planets i mean i'm sure that's that's happened or, or whatever but i'm like, a big believer in both yeah yeah for yeah. sure i mean like when you get into like time travel and i don't know i don't know about that's 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 like you know where are they kind of thing that you know what i mean but like i mean i, I think like yeah time travel is kind of hokey to me but i'm a big believer yeah. in and um, extraterrestrial and interdimensional like well you can't like you don't it hasn't happened yet right so you can't travel yeah. you know what i mean well we're time traveling right now we're we're moving right. into the future yeah yeah so it's like it becomes a, a, like a semantic thing like what are you talking about i feel like if anything we may figure out how to go back at some mm. point in our existence but i don't know if or someone else might but that's about it though i don't think you can really go yeah i don't I don't know like i think um like like we know time is well i guess it's a, there is a like um to me a very credible theory that time is relative i, I wouldn't say we know that because i've never experienced it personally right yeah but like we we kind of more or less have figured out if you're moving quickly enough time is subject to you differently than it is in other places so like right. like that movie interstellar like he leaves and like he hasn't aged but his daughter's aged like 30 years yeah um on earth like i think i think we can go in travel into the future you could say Mm -hmm. by just going quickly enough but i don't know if we'll ever find a way to go back um because i don't even know like back doesn't exist like well i think it is right now well yeah but it happened yeah you know like that's why that seems more plausible because like it, you know, it, it, already, it already happened yeah. yeah yeah so it's like okay but maybe if you could see it like slaughterhouse five like if you could see it all as like a um in in the book slaughterhouse five uh the 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 trial see it as a landscape so it's like a human being looks like a centipede like here's a baby on this end and here's an old okay on this yeah end. yeah and then you could just travel into it like a painting like anywhere in there so maybe maybe sure. something like that I could see is yeah. if you're outside of time you could go anywhere in. Well, you see in like the fourth dimension, right? It's like the because the, yeah. it's time, right? So that's a whole other thing too because we we don't perceive that though. We don't yeah. perceive four at that point. If that were the case, aliens could just be us from the future, like when we figure out how to manipulate this thing. Yeah, like maybe we're just waiting on the day that it finally clicks, and we're like, yeah. nice, and then like it all goes to shit. Because it probably, I don't, I don't know if it would be like a good thing if we figured mm-hmm. it out either. Maybe time is cyclical, like um, 
Like one day we're going to create a big bang that creates everything. Like we're going to create ourselves. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's a loop. Right. Yeah. Well, cause there's always like fixed points and everything like that. And that's more of like yeah. stories, but like, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm talking I, about I, I, I don't know. I mean like fixed, yeah. fixed points make sense. You know, there's like stuff that happens that have to happen. Oh, sure. I see what you're saying. So like, you know, it, that's like a big thing when in in like a time travel fiction like time travel movie whenever people yeah. explore this concept it's like there are key events that happen that kind of i think that grounds time travel mm. in a way because it's like you know like i mean there's so many but i feel like doctor who is like a big thing about that like because he even that dude like is like you know hey this this has to happen mm. this certain thing you know i've lived through it and this has to yeah you know so that's like i don't know if that if that ends up being real it's like that that would make hmm. more sense because there has to be some kind of role to it yeah as to all things i guess it works uh, yeah that like it we may not understand it but it works a certain way yeah whether we ever understand it or not there yeah. is a way that things work it's like i was explaining to a friend the other day like we cannot break the laws of physics however people can uh, think they've done that because we think we know what the rules are, but obviously like the rules, we've been wrong about the rules before we're wrong about the rules. Now we just have figured it out a little bit more since then. Yeah. And it's like, so like our, 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 um, the way we perceive it is going to change. Like science is going to adapt and evolve, but there is a way that things work. And that to me is like solid like that that is like that's how it works you can't like because i've had like okay so for example i've had a lot of encounters with what i would consider spirits sure but i've never seen like poltergeist activity i've never seen like something levitate off the ground right yeah um because i like that's that (laughs) that wouldn't make that doesn't that can't happen like it's Every time I've interacted with the spirit, it's like, like I've, I've experienced like channeling and it, when that happens, they're really excited to be in a body Yes, they can't normally interact with this. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that all that being said, I would love to see a poltergeist. Like that's kind of my shit. Like if, if I, if someone could show me like, Hey, well, dude, yeah. You know, it's funny you say that. No, <laughs> we fucking, come on out, dude. Our second guest of the day, ghost, ghost, uh, Bill. Yeah. Why are ghosts always um Victorian ghosts? That's, yeah, we're the 2008 ghosts. Yeah, bro. Yeah, they have like they have their like silly bands on <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? It's, all, all, it's always it. they thought it worked. Work. Yeah, dude. It's always like a, it's always like a Victorian ghost or like a Civil War soldier, dude. Yeah, that's a fair fair question. You watch Ghost Files. Which is used to be BuzzFeed Unsolved. Uh uh-uh. They're like the realist ghost hunters. They just go in and be like, "Come on!" They're like, they're just trying to like bait everything. That's and, badass. Yeah, dude. And they and they haven't found anything yet, so that's how you know it's real. You know what I mean? Like, like, and the skeptic wants to see a ghost so bad, and the guy who believes does not at all. He's like, "I just hope they're not real, but mm-hmm. I believe in them, but I hope it's not." And he's like, "Dude, I wish we'd see one." You know. I think I think the question's wrong because like when we talk about real we're talking about physical observable reality mm. so something could exist well not even exist um there could be things outside this plane 
and that would still not be real. Mm -hmm. Like, um, for example, what if the fourth dimension is imagination? So like everything we imagine is real, but it's not here. So it's still not real. Right. Like, like everything in your mind does exist in your mind. Like that's how we conceptualize that, but it's still not real because it's not physical. Mm -hmm. So like whenever people talk about whether, whether these things are real or not, I think they need to really ask themselves what, what, what does that mean to them? And what would it take for something to be real? You know, mm -hmm. like, I think, I think these things exist it, to me, it's like a handshake. Like, um, I have, I, I've told this story before, so I'm not going to like get into it too deep, but, um, like there was this time, I don't believe in a literal devil, but I have met Satan. Like I've met Satan as real as I'm having this conversation, like big red dude, horns coming out. Uh, and I don't believe in that. It's all in my head, except I think what I encountered was a energy form that I put my own, the way it looked, I put that onto it. So it's like a handshake. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm collaborating with this thing in order to form a connection. So when, when was that? When did that happen? Yeah. Um, summer 2021. Oh, okay. I should also mention I was tripping balls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But here's, a, like, to me, that doesn't discount it. because No, like, I don't know. No, I don't, not, that, not that you're saying it is. But, like, people do get really skeptical when you bring that into it. And it's, like, every, like, magical practice going back into antiquity, they were using substances to, to build upon these experiences. Yeah. Like, they were using things to tap into these experiences. And I think if, if nothing else, it, it opens up your mind to possibilities. I think this is why children experience it more than adults, because they don't have a solid worldview. They don't know what is and isn't. We tell ourselves we know what is. So it's like things are less likely to, you're less likely to see something impossible as an adult. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, I think maybe the doors are more open when you're a child or when your mind is more malleable like from shrooms or something mm -hmm. um but how we got we, i don't remember how we got on this but uh yeah yeah that's my that's all my shit i don't i could be totally wrong about all that as well i don't claim to know anything life is too strange to claim you know anything yeah about i'll it. do that 100 what um hard segue what are you most afraid of um, um, I guess failure, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not like a, I'm not, I don't have like a thing of like a, just like a, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like it's, it's, I don't focus on fear a lot because it's just like as, as someone who's, you know, moved down and had to just like, hit the pavement you know it's you can't it can't be in the forefront but sure. i think that's definitely it like yeah failure like fit like of, of like having that moment of like feeling like i'm done with like art 
you know, that would probably, because that, like I said, that would be a pretty dark moment. Yeah. But yeah. It's kind of like the opposite of fearing death, like fearing not having lived to the fullest you could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that too. Like death is inevitable. That's going to happen. No sense in worrying about that. But what we can worry about and fix is like, you don't want to waste your time. You want to live the best you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. It's, that's a, like, that's an unfortunate reality for a lot of people is that like they have dreams when they're younger and then they don't follow through with it. Like, and shit happens, like, you know, like accidental baby or something. And it's like now. Yeah, or, or the world just, you know, yeah. crushes you. You guys do. I mean, if you meet people that, you know, I'm not, I'm only, you know, I'm not even 30 yet, but like, so you were 21 when you moved here. Yeah. Been, you're 28. Yeah. I'm 27. I'll be, so I guess your birthday was in October. Mm-hmm. I'll be 28 in April, but I, I feel you. Yeah. But like 21 year old me to now, dude, I mean, I feel like I've learned way. And then you go and you meet people that are that young and you're like, dude, you don't even know what yeah. the world's going to do to you. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. like where your lifestyle is or your, you know, wherever you, you lean on like a, on a, on a scale of, wealth or whatever it'll get you Mm -hmm. because it's it's like that's what it does you know yeah i think everybody and then that's why you relate to people in your in your in your class you know of of like age ranks and stuff because you're like man yeah bro like i remember when that happened you know what i mean and it's like you both kind of had a moment of of that you know where you like were like you you learned a lesson a life lesson of like you know Whatever it is, you know. Do you have any advice for young musicians coming up? Dude, just like quit. No. <laughs> Fucking quit. Give up, dude. <laughs> Give up. It sucks. No, I I just keep going, dude. Just keep playing. Like keep if you want if you want something, just keep fucking wanting it, dude. Like and mm. just know what you want. You know, the earlier you figure that out, it's gonna change. It's going to change. But if you just figure out the the general area of your what your dream is and like what you want to represent it with your art, you're going to figure that out if you keep making it. You know yeah. what I mean? And just don't let anybody tell you. Let people help you. Take advice. Don't let anybody convince you to stop though. Especially if that advice is like, dude, maybe like pack it up. Like get, get fucked. Fuck that guy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck that guy, bro. Yeah. That's good advice yeah. is um, just throw yourself at it completely yeah. once you figure it out. Unless you think your art's like, you know. You know, I did ask someone that one time, um, my buddy Will Hammond, and he was like, man, unless you really, really want it, like, don't get into music because there's no money in this. Like, you got to really, like, this, like, you don't have a choice. Like, yeah. You have to do this. Yeah. Otherwise, like, don't get into it. And I like that's not exactly bad advice either. No, I think there's like there is later, but mm-hmm. to, to get to that part, bro, you really gotta believe in it. Yeah, you gotta put because you're your you're your biggest fan, and if you don't believe in it, then why should anybody else? Because that's For what you're, sure. that's what you're selling. You know, is like something to get behind. That's that's it. That's it. So you have to believe in yourself in order for other people to get behind you, and you can't let anybody else make you not believe in you. And yeah. there's plenty of people in the world that will try that. And you got to be like, 
because it's super convincing you know mm-hmm. people can't convince that idea into your head but you have to be like no yeah. what's your projection for the world in like 50 years dude that's a great question i mean i don't really i think it'll be more of the same but i think that i i, I would hope there's some kind of change of like it just goes back to unity you know like i hope we get to a point where we can like have like a i mean not world peace i mean that'd be sick but like that's probably not gonna happen so like the you know there's too many different ideas going around the world but i just feel like it's like just a general understanding of 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 the human condition would Mm -hmm. be you know really nice you know, to, and that would be a better, better world, you know, because we're so wrapped up in the I, the things that we created to be pissed at. You know what I mean? Like we made it up. We made it up for, for the majority of it. We made it all up. I like yeah. I like your attitude. You seem optimistic about it. I I struggle with it. Like I I, I don't want to be, but I'm pessimistic about where we're headed. Um, <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, this last few years have been pretty fucking everyone's feeling it. Yeah, everyone's feeling it. Um now looking back historically economies take up and down so in theory things will come back full circle but i don't know man like we we live in a weird time right now um the weirdest time in human history i think mm-hmm. um which i'm sure every generation ever has felt that way like yeah but i definitely feel like we are the generation that knows way too much information about like like what's going on like obviously there's important things to know that we that we know now and stuff yeah. like that but like i just feel like we know so much about every person individually like whatever yeah it's like it's too much dude. it is too much it's way too much like and then to the point where you have to feel like you gotta you gotta you gotta do that too you know I, yeah man i i have a, this thing where i take on like i'm trying to take on the world's problems instead of like and you can't, even if you want to fix the world, like, it starts with you, like, in your immediate surroundings. Mm-hmm. And, like, like it can be so overwhelming. Like, I I, I stay too plugged in to, like, what's going on, yeah. like, watching the news and shit. Um, and it's not healthy. It's so fucking unhealthy. Like, because you can't do anything about it. Yeah, dude, and, like, it's all kind of, like, I don't, I don't watch the news. Um but i i like i have a you know an understanding of what's happening and everything like that but like i don't try to focus on that because like again like you really can't do anything so like you can you can all you can do is like bum your it's really just to bum yourself out because it it, a lot of it like i remember going back uh to michigan last year for, for for the holidays and like the news was always on at like my older relative's house and I was like dude this is the same thing over and over again and it's like to scare oh well yeah especially you know, mainstream yeah. media like but I, even if it's like dude yeah if it's something as like easy as like a snowstorm mm. it's not even snowing but they keep showing that it's snowing and they go down to the local hardware store and be like it's the last shovel you know what I mean <laughs> and like and like it's for like to scare older people to be like oh shit I gotta go get a shovel dude 
Yo, Michigan problems. Yeah, bro. The hardware stores down to their last that, shovel. That's even like as far as like how how like the when like the toilet paper thing was going on. All yeah, that, that all came from that, bro. From they st- they created the problem yeah. by talking about it in the yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, there's a lot of fear mongering. It's all bullshit, for 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 sure. Um, I yeah, I it's it's a way to manipulate people. That's all. It's a way to keep people scared. Um, I I don't know. I have really radical ideas about how we fix this, but um, those are things I try to stay away from on air. Cause uh, yeah, while well, that is just above my pay grade, you know, I let I let those like yeah. that's. Here's the thing, though, right? Um, I think I think not just our government, but every government in the world has too much control over its people, and there's only one way to stop that. Um, I don't believe in a system. Um, if I did, I would get into politics or law, but I think there's a lot of good people that try to make a change and then they they have it hasn't worked yet Mm -hmm. like man uh there's this interview it's one of my favorite things to watch and also one of the most heartbreaking things to watch like uh it's malcolm x at berkeley in 62 and he's talking about the same shit like we're talking about right now and nothing's changed i can't do anything malcolm x didn't do you know right yeah and that's um it's hard but also i feel like things are going to our control over the situation is going to continue to be reduced and reduced and reduced and america is founded on keeping our government in check like it's like why we separated from england mm-hmm. is like we're running shit now yeah then you got like the boston tea party is like no taxation without representation and then we've gone a long time where we're not in charge of shit anymore. Mm-hmm. We're all just pawns in the system. And the thing is, like, realistically, as, an, as a people, we could change that anytime we wanted. But um, at the same time, we have no control over it. And there's nothing, there's nothing I can do. All, all I can do is talk about it, right? That's mm-hmm. what I figured out is because um, I've, I've had like really radical times in my life where I'm like thought about doing things I would regret eventually. Like mm-hmm. I'd, I'd end up regretting it. Um, and I wouldn't get anywhere. Even if I were to do something drastic, it wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Um, and that's what I figured out is like, this is the most I can do is I can talk to people and hopefully have my own mind changed because i don't want to be right 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 (laughs) like if i'm right that's sad yeah because it's 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 the world fucking sucks right now i'm reading uh we do a book club i was telling you earlier like uh every month this month we're reading the unabomber manifesto and um i my biggest complaint with him is that he's ineffective he didn't nothing he really did accomplished anything Mm-hmm. But like his philosophy about the world, I don't think he's wrong. It's just he didn't, he should have done something different instead of just blowing people up. Right. Yeah. He, he, he would have, if he was alive today, he would have just started a podcast. <laughs> I guess, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, before the, uh, 
the FBI shows up, I guess we should start wrapping this up. But thank you so much for being here, Kevin. It's yeah, good man. talking to you, dude. Keep picking yeah. your brain. Yeah, bro. Uh, you had a lot of good answers. You were open to being asked questions. So appreciate you having this crazy conversation with me. Uh, we'll definitely do this again soon. Yeah, man. For sure. And check out Borderline Natives January 4th at the end for their first headlining show. Yes, sir. I'll be there, dude. Like, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome, man. It's going to be sick. All right, Alice. We'll see you next week.